Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast. I'm really excited about having Sasha Nicole here today. You want to say hello? Hi. Hi. I'm so excited, too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're looking so glam, too. You've got like sequins on under that blazer. <laughs> I just I, realized I, I that. I decided to just spruce it up today. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Good. We're in full celebration of the healing that is possible after postpartum depression and anxiety and hard stuff like that. So Sasha Nicole literally just approached me in an email and I looked up her organization and her personal stuff and I just was in love. And I was like, this girl is so fun to talk to. I watched a couple of your podcast interviews with other hosts of other shows and I just thought, I want to have her on. She's got such a fun energy and I could just tell you're really passionate. You've got a daughter. She's nine now and you have a story that you're going to share with us about your own battle with postpartum depression and relationship difficulties. I have listened to your podcast on your page, which don't worry, you guys, I will get you all of the pages to hear from her towards the end of the episode. She'll, you'll, you'll have everything you need to reach out to her. I love that you represent women of color in the postpartum mental health community and the disparities there and just the extra education that is needed there. So I'm really excited. I'm really excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I am excited. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Why don't you just start by um, introducing yourself however you'd like and then delve into your story a little bit. So as mentioned, you know, I'm Sasha Nicole, and I've been an advocate in the wellness industry for about 10 years. Uh, I survived severe postpartum depression. And so what that looked like for me is that I had thoughts of actually killing my daughter. Uh, and then I currently, I thrive with a, with a mental health condition. I suffer from severe anxiety and depression. Uh, and so what I do is I like to help moms be more confident and courageous. I do that through courses and uplifting content, coaching. And so I really want to help others live a healed and whole life and just really hone in on what makes them happy and just, you know, um, yeah, be happy to heal. Like that's my, that's my purpose is to really help others, especially moms heal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something we share in common 100%. 
So I would love it if you want to just give us whatever version of your story feels right for today. But I know in my audience, we've got a lot of women who have been through some dark times or might be, might even be there right now. And so whatever you feel like is appropriate just to share from your own personal experience. Um, you know, I, I was listening to your episode. Oh my gosh. It was like pulling at my heart. You were like, at the top of the stairs, you know, that whole moment where you were like mm-hmm. asking God for help. I had a very similar moment where I was like, okay, Jesus, like God, <laughs> if, if, you, if you help me through this, I, I will help other women because nobody should have to feel alone in this type of a feeling. So yeah, if you just want to share any, any other specifics and then being a woman of color, especially, I'm, I'm so curious to, to have that lens as well in there. Yeah. So for me, uh, my story started, uh, I had my daughter. Uh, well, first, when I was pregnant with her, it was unexpected. So and sometimes okay. that's important because when yeah. you're not necessarily planning or expecting a pregnancy, um, for me, I didn't know I was pregnant until about three months. And so um, when you do a little bit of research, a lot of times, especially in communities of color, for some reason, women of color end up finding out late or having, uh, because they deal with other uh, health symptoms. And so for me, oh, I already had PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And so my periods weren't coming regularly from the start. And so when I, you know, if I missed a period, I never, it, it didn't necessarily assume that it was pregnancy. But in this case, about three months in, I finally started to feel the difference of some of those pregnancy symptoms. And I started to question like, wow, you know, um, maybe I should go ahead and get this checked out. Something might be going on. Yeah. Uh, and I started to experience like pain, but it wasn't like normal period breast pain. It just, I felt different. It was very um, mm-hmm. severe in terms of the breast pain and things that I was having. Yeah. I went yeah. to the doctor, found out I was pregnant and I, um, I can't say that I was like elated or anything like that. I think I felt unprepared or, and yeah. I felt like would I be competent? Would I be a capable and would I be a good mom? You know, I think for most of us, we all want to be good moms. Yeah. And um, so when it was time to deliver, I had an emergency C-section. And so that was kind of the onset of, you know, where the depression began. And especially in doing some research about that is because I had this expectation of what my birthing process was going to look like. Yeah. I just, yeah. I wanted to, in my mind, and a lot of times we have some women who make other women feel like if they don't have a vaginal birth, then they're not real moms. Yeah. Or, or unmedicated. Having, yeah. Right. Or mm-hmm. that they're not having a, you know, mm-hmm. this, this birthing process or experience, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. And, right. but I, I did subscribe to that notion that I'm not, I'm not having the real birthing experience. I'm not having the real birthing process. And so um, her heart rate kept declining. And so we ended up in the emergency C-section. Mm-hmm. And when she she's on my chest and I was looking like, oh my God, like this is a, a living being. Like yeah. I, I was in awe. I couldn't believe yeah. that one, that we can even produce like <laughs> it's, it's still, I'm still in awe looking at her, you know, at nine, yeah. like these are real humans. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I came just, out of me. <laughs> what was <less>? Right. Right. <laughs> I, I'm in shock. Like this is, this is a living, breathing thing. Yeah. And I didn't have that instantaneous connection. So, you know, like in the movies and books, mm-hmm. they say, when you have your kid, you're going to automatically feel, uh-huh. you know, the sensation of love, be the yeah. best feeling in the world. And none of that came to me. Right. I did not experience not one drop of that emotion. Not one drop. Um, I, oh, wow. I, I just, yeah, yeah, I just was like, 
oh my God, this yeah. is, this is a, a baby. And yeah. I thought that, okay, I'm just, maybe I'm in, I'm just tired or, you know, I know I'm going to, I'm about to be in pain or, or I'm just in shock because I didn't have the, the birthing experience I thought I would have. But as the days went on, it never came. And it still didn't come even weeks later where I just still didn't feel this connection. I didn't feel um, anything but obligation. I felt more like this is something that I I brought into the world. This is something that I'm supposed to do. Therefore, I'm obligated to do it. And so I'm going to do my job. Um, and, and that made me sad to yeah. a degree because I wanted to have that, that feeling that they kept talking right. about. Yeah. I, right. I wanted to have that experience. Uh, as weeks went on my emotions, you know, I, I heard her, her father and I, we didn't end up um, working out and he was always on travel a lot. And so I was at home by myself. I didn't mm-hmm. have a community. I didn't have really any family around me. The yeah. family that I did have, um, felt like, you know, every, you're, they, they said to me when I expressed that I was having these weird feelings and, and, and they said, well, you're not the only mother in the world. So that was the type of support that I had. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus uh, so you know as yeah. time went on i really started having these thoughts where you know when i as you had mentioned earlier i'd walk down the, i'd walk past the steps and i'd think about throwing her down them i'd look at the wall and i think and she'd be crying and i think if i just threw her against the wall maybe she would shut up maybe mm-hmm. she would just be quiet maybe right. i could just, you know, be in peace. And, and I would have the thoughts of just wishing and hoping that, you know, anything would happen so that she wouldn't be here because I just, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have any, any kind or good thoughts. I thought about dropping her off at the fire station. I mean, there were so many thoughts that went right. through my head. Um, you know, even if I was giving her a bath, just wondering, like, if I just let her drown in the water, you know, these were the type of things yeah. that would go through my head. Yeah. I had a similar experience. I think I told you that. I don't want to take away from your story, so I'm not going to share it now. But I just want you – I want everybody – I just hear women say this a lot, like, but they're so ashamed of it. And and, um, even though it might not be your normal and you might not want it to be your normal, and it it isn't normal to some degree if you think about it, but it also is in the sense that we – so many of us experience that and get to that point postpartum depending on what we've had to go through and our coping skills and our resources. So many so many factors here leading up to having babies. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, and it just went on from there and it didn't get better. 
And uh, so I experienced that for almost two years. I had those thoughts and was going through those emotions. And I was a very um, lonely and a very hard experience to go through because it wasn't something that I wanted to feel. I didn't I didn't feel like having these thoughts were normal. There was never a moment where I was like, oh, this is you know, this is just normal to feel like you want to kill your child. I didn't feel that way, but I couldn't control the thoughts that I was having. Yes. Which is so alarming, right? Right. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that, um, that pretty much is sums up, you know, the story, my experience that I had and, and it took some time. It took some time to really overcome what I was going through. And and it was untraditional in, in, in how I eventually got to the other side. Um, I, I did try to tell a few friends, but I felt afraid. I felt like, you know, social services is going to come. Everybody's going to think I'm a bad mom. It just, I didn't feel like there was anybody I could talk to and I didn't, and there was no one in, in my community that I had ever seen who looked like me talk about these type of things or thoughts. Like it was definitely a big no, no, like you don't, really? you don't have this conversation. Really? Yeah. Can you, can you share a little bit more? I know when we were first meeting and greeting on our call before this, you shared a little bit, uh, like a window into the black community and mental health resources. Do you want to just touch on that briefly since you kind of mentioned that? Yeah. So, you know, within the black community, as I mentioned, you know, mental health has always been stigmatized. It's definitely been something that, you know, you just don't, um, you don't talk about. Uh, a lot of times families are not encouraging and don't provide that that support. And mm-hmm. oftentimes within the black community, for example, you know, black women are three times more likely to have a maternal death than white women. And a lot of times when we look at especially disparities in terms of income, in terms of exposure to trauma, in terms of any type of food insecurity, and also like access to, to health care and, and different you know, obstacles and receiving mental health care, there's just a lot of stigma and a lot of perceptions of what mental illness looks like within the community. Uh, and so there's also a lot of experience with inaccurate diagnosis. So, you know, there, and we don't have a lot of representation. There aren't right. a lot of, you know, you see that now, you see a, little, a lot more, yeah. more people coming forward, more people, you know, saying that they're having these experiences. Um, but you also, you know, see that it doesn't, um, that there's still a huge distrust also of the healthcare system within the community due to a lot of like historical things yeah. that have taken place. It's and, a system. It's a right. system, right? Right. And systems uh, can oppress, as we know, horribly. Right. So there, yeah. there's there there is proven that you know within the within the hospital industry that there is racial discrimination. Right. That of there course. are moments yeah. when doctors you know won't uh, medicate black patients because they think that they can tolerate higher pain. You know, so this is, you know, um, this is, this is, these are facts that have happened and that are currently taking place. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you are experiencing a mental health condition and you're afraid or you're dealing with trauma, or you're dealing with, you know, the being shunned, potentially being shunned from your family or from your community, oftentimes you're not going to, to speak about anything, you know, such as postpartum depression. Yeah. let alone know that you're experiencing it. Right. It becomes one more unique obstacle being black to getting the care that you need. It sounds like postpartum. Right. Right. So it's not a big community of women, especially black women um, who are saying, you know, I've, I've had these thoughts about my child. That community is, is, is it's starting to happen a little bit more where they're saying I've experienced postpartum depression, but not, you know, to the realm of I had thoughts of killing my child or I experienced psychosis or, you know, these type of things are, are not prevalent. Yeah. 
I wanted to read your mission statement. I feel like this is a good segue into talking about your organization. So let's talk about what it's called. It's called Partum Evolution. It's a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So I'm going to read this and I would love it if you could kind of expound a little bit. Sasha Nicole told me that their mission is to globally empower mothers of color by increasing the awareness, treatment, and prevention of postpartum mood disorders. And the vision of the organization, it is our vision that globally... Women of color will thrive in their postpartum season by having access to the information, professional care, and communities needed to successfully manage or recover from postpartum mood disorders. I love it. Tell us, yeah, tell so, us more. Yeah. So, you know, my, my goal with Part of Evolution is to really, you know, provide a place of relatability and community for mothers of color that are at risk or have experienced a postpartum mood disorder. And yeah. so we really want to showcase that it is possible to overcome postpartum, most specifically postpartum depression and the various symptoms and, and types of postpartum depression, but to thrive afterward, to showcase that you can get through it and that you can thrive afterward um, and to create a sense of normalcy within yeah. mothers of color in terms of, of knowing that they're not alone. Um, and so we also, we want to highlight the prevalence uh, of these disorders that exist within our communities. Yeah. And, and uh, another part of our mission is to also shed light on any type of inequities and mistreatment that is experienced among these mothers during their birthing journeys. Uh, and so we really want to create a safe space. Um, we really want to enhance these conversations, have them build connections. And, yeah. and as mentioned, we really want to develop just a solid community so that you know, when, when any mom of color may be going through that experience, they think of part of evolution, they know that there is a community that they can go to yes. um, and, and that they can have a safe space and talk about what, what they're experiencing. I love that. Yes. So what's sort of, I know you mentioned the vision of the organization, but what's your vision for the organization? I mean, you kind of just touched on it, but like, if you could just let yourself dream for a minute, like what would you love to be able, like if you were to totally knock it out of the park with what you just mentioned, then what would be next? Like, I'm just curious for fun, like, because you just seem like such a visionary and a leader in the black community for mental health. So I don't know, like what, what else? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's funny that you said that because there's some grants that I, I'm applying for and, Ooh. you know, when they ask you certain questions and, and you're like, man, you know, I, I never thought about certain things like that. And, right. and so yeah. from a, from a visionary standpoint, you know, I really want to see this be global. I mean, genuinely, mm. I really would like to see different offices set up in different countries, you know, and, yeah. and to be able to provide those resources and programming across the globe, across the country, uh, and, mm -hmm. and be able to really serve, you know, these women, um, and, and, and create a better connection because, you know, even though, you know, when I say moms of color and we think about whether that's Indian, Asian, Hispanic, you know, black, uh, there is still a discord between those, those communities too. You know, we're, we're, yeah. even though we're of color, we're not all connected and, mm -hmm. Um, so to even bridge the gap between everyone, just really having that connection between each other and working towards each other for each other and, and just really building um, just a light to, to shine, to help all of us heal. Uh, I would love to just expand on these programs. And, you know, even there's some app ideas that I've had on like, what would an app look like yes. if we had an app and like, what could it do? Like, what could it set women up uh, to do? And and so yes. those are when I think of like what the future would hold, like about if someone just dumped a huge sum of grant money or someone just said, you know, I believe in your vision. Show me what you can do with it. That That's definitely the the avenue that I would pursue. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So what can my listeners do if they feel compelled, like I do, like I have, that's why you're here on the, on the show, by your presence and energy, right? If they want to, whether it's a donation or they want to um, volunteer some services or they just want to help get the word out, how can my people help your people? How does that work? I mean, you named it just now. I mean, donate. If you go to the website, there's a donation uh, that you can click that is set up um, through PayPal that goes directly towards the organization. It is a 501c3, so you do get that as a tax write-off. Ooh, Volunteering, yeah. <laughs> if there if there's something that, you know, maybe you want to help try to, to, to help me with these programming and, and really try to implement this across the country or locally um, mm-hmm. within your area, that, that's something that I could definitely use the help with. I mean, um, I could, I could definitely use volunteers. Yeah. Uh, and then also, you know, like you mentioned, spreading the word. I mean, talking about it, spreading the website. There's a course that I have on my website that, you know, even though my mission is to help moms of color, what I'm doing is not, you know, excluding white women. Right. This can still be something that, you know, white women can help out with and that, and that they can use the same resources that I'm providing. So for example, the course that I have online, it's not just for moms of color. This course talks about managing PP, uh, part of postpartum depression, PPD from start to end. And it's free. Uh, and that's and that's for anyone. Anyone yeah. could listen to that and it's completely free. Right. So things of that nature and supporting it, sharing it is is something that would tremendously help the cause. Yes. I would love I have um I have some connections at a birth center here in Mesa, Arizona. I don't think I mentioned this to you yet. Um, mm-hmm. because I had my baby at a birth center here. Anyway, and I would say it's run by predominantly white women, but I know mm-hmm. that there are women of all colors that come in there. It's, I mean, it's really diverse, the, the sort of client base of women, mamas that are birthing in there. And so I think they could totally use something like this potentially. I don't know. I haven't looked into it, but that's something that I could definitely do is, is that is we'll, we'll have to talk about that separately is, um, kind of letting them know about your organization and see if there's something that you guys could offer and kind of work together with. Um, so you've mentioned your course and the website, Let's go ahead and tell them the website, you guys. I'm going to put everything in the show notes so that you guys can reach Sasha Nicole and her organization. But why don't you go ahead and tell us just verbally where they can find that free course that's on postpartum anxiety and depression that they can download, as well as your podcast, as well as any ability to donate and just help out in any way. So the website is partumevolution.org. And so you can go there and click click through the links and you'll find the course. You'll find the donation page. Uh, anything that you're interested in will be there pretty soon. We'll upload a lot of the programming that, you know, has been completely flushed out and, and what we'll be doing and, and, and starting with for the communities that we're trying to reach. 
Uh, also, if you are interested in just following me personally and the motivational content that I upload that's specifically for moms, it's it's not you know, for moms of color or anything like that. It's just motivational content that I post on my Instagram. Um, you can follow me at the real Sasha Nicole. Uh, and, uh, what else? I mean, and that, that pretty much sums it up. You can follow me there. And and when you click the link, there's a variety of other things that I'm working on and offering. So like I'm personally working on courses that, you know, will help from like a toolkit standpoint for mothers, um, for businesses. If you're interested in being a mompreneur, I, you know, as a full-time profession, I, I do contracts. And so, you know, there are a lot of things that I'm, that I'm going to be offering to just help moms and, and women in general to just, you know, not only heal, but to excel yeah. professionally and personally as mm. well. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you. Like, I'm not just saying thank you as the postpartum coach, but I'm just like, as somebody who genuinely loves supporting and has a passion as well for supporting postpartum women, I'm just like, thank you. I like, I'm I'm with you. And um, I'm so glad we could come together on this platform to share our voices together and also just to represent, right? Black women need to be represented. I know you're not exclusive to white women, but I, I want us all to have somebody in our corner that really gets what we exactly are going through. That, that's been my dream and my vision on the podcast and, and in my platform. So that's, again, why I wanted to have you here because I believe every woman, no matter what her circumstances are, her financial situation, her, the color of her skin, no matter whether she has a partner or not, whether she's lesbian or she's straight, like I just want her to have support. Postpartum is postpartum is postpartum. Those things start to fade away. And I love that we can bring, you know, bring the heart of what it is to be a woman together in this and bring women together. So I just, I love your vision. I love it. I'm cheering for you. And I also saw something about your, a documentary that you guys are doing, you're raising funds for. Tell me about that real quick. You are a, a lifesaver because I, I'm like, man, I didn't even mention that. Yes. It looked so cool. a few years ago, I went around the country and I filmed different women's stories. You are so cool. Experience. You are so cool. You're such a visionary. <laughs> what the heck? Did your daughter go with you or was she like, bye mom, go save the world? She came with me a few times. Um, And so I have thousands of hours of footage that I I still have to go through. So your donations actually help that as well to finish the documentary um, because I self-funded all of these things. Everything that I've done has come out of my own pocket for me working a full-time job. Uh, And so that's why it's really imperative that I start really trying to, you know, market the organization more, showcase it and to to get more donations and try to win grants because I really want to see this work done and like you said really serve women and I have that passion to really help them uh, and so basically it it just will really highlight these women's stories and it has different I, I've been I had an opportunity to get different people who serve on different organizations as well on film um, different counselors and things like that so Amazing. that is another project that I am working on and that I really hope to have finalized you know at least by the beginning of next year so oh absolutely my gosh 2023 drum roll that's great so okay last question just again for fun I'm just thinking about your cute little daughter I saw a picture of you and her on your website so what do you kind of want her to if you could choose we don't ever get to choose what our kids think about what we do in the world (laughs) they're gonna think whatever they want but like like I don't know like when you think about her and the legacy you're leaving for her you're a single mom right is that correct at no, this- I'm actually married. Are you married? So, okay. I am I'm married, like, thanks for updating me. Cause I just heard on your podcast about the, the failed relationship you talked about at the beginning when she was first born. You got yes. married girl. That's exciting. I did. So I, you know, it's, it's funny because after I had her and this may be relatable to, to some of the moms listening is, is I was really afraid to leave that relationship 
um, because I felt like I wouldn't find someone who would really love my daughter, who would mm, treat her yeah. as their own. And then you, you hear so many crazy things about, you know, yeah. just perversion and so much stuff that you think about having a, a little girl and it will, and it's not, you know, boys as well. Yeah. Um, and so I, um, I, when I eventually finally left that relationship, uh, I did um, eventually find someone who has raised her since she's been two as his own. Mm. Um, she calls dad and he has been in her life since then. And we, you know, we, we, we've been married um, for about That's amazing. Uh, a little over five years now. I so, yeah. love it. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> well, Thank I just you. feel like you've been through it all. You've done the single mom thing. You've done the postpartum depression thing. You've done the starting a business thing. You you've done being a black woman in America thing and advocating for mental health. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. So you got, you're such a catch for people to, whether you, they want to donate you guys, you want to donate to the organization, get that documentary off the ground. If you guys have connections right in the film industry, because I know you're trying to land your documentary in different film festivals. And so, yes. you know, just send her an email. You never know what you can do. Just, um, you know, hop on that bandwagon. And if you're needing support, and especially if you're a woman of color, um, you can go check out the, all the resources she has, but anybody, I think the free course, it looked amazing. I didn't download it, but it looked really nice. And I'm, I'm so amazed that that's free. Good for you. So you guys can go to partumevolution.org. And again, it'll be in the show notes. Thank you so much, Sasha Nicole, for gracing us with your presence. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Hey, Lindsay here. Did you know that I have a 12-week program for women, Better Than Normal Again, 12 weeks to thriving postpartum and beyond. If you want to go from feeling depressive, anxious, just not normal again, to feeling passionate, playful, and purposeful as a woman, wife, mother, partner, single woman, whatever your situation is, go to lizzylangston.com forward slash program and check out my 12 week program. We start again, July 11th, 2022 is our next cohort. You can get enrolled, get on the wait list. And if you want a freebie, go to lizzylangston.com forward slash freebie. I have a free guide for you and it'll put you on my email list so that you won't miss when we start open enrollment for the program. It's coming soon. Get ready, get on the email list, lizzylangston.com forward slash freebie. Get the freebie, lizzylangston.com forward slash program to get on the wait list. We'll talk to you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.